Mar marriage is a God thing. So you're about to get some real answers for real marital issues. We ain't sugarcoating nothing. <laughs> we are married, married for real. real. Right what's now. going on? What's going on, people? Happy Friday. What's going on? What's <laughs> going on here? Yes. It's another Friday. What's happening? Come on in. Come, come on, on in. in people. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do right here, man. It is Married for Real, and we are here on another Friday. We want to welcome y'all in, man. Come on. What's up? What's come up? Y'all know, know what to do. It <laughs> is time to give shots out. It's time Let's to tag see. people. It's time to tag your city. And I'm I'm about to get I'm about to welcome everybody in the watch party right here. So y'all gotta be with me right now, babe. All right, so let's see who we have in here. Uh, we have Marion. What's going on from New York City? We got Angelo from Louisiana. How y'all doing out there on this Good Friday? We have Lynette from Phoenix. What's going on, Tommy? I see you from California. What's going on with you? What's going on with you? I think it's Beyondra from Oh wow, Norcross, Georgia. That's Near our neck of the woods. All right, Lynette Robinson, what is going on with you? Man, listen, y'all go ahead and share this video. Go share ahead it. and tag your spouse. Um, this is going to be a good message, you guys. For the entire month of January, we are talking about commitment. Come on now. Commitment in marriage. And this is part three. Part three. So you are, you guys are in for a treat. Come on now. Anything you want to say before I go ahead and... Um, it just, it's it's going to be an exciting <laughs> message, man. We just, we just actually... We're waiting on um we're waiting on everybody to come on in at the watch party. But th this message right here today is gonna be like none other. We've been um praying a whole lot, yes, man. And like, yes. God, what in the world do we talk about today? What in the world is the issue or the problem that's going on today? And like Christina said, we've been talking about commitment throughout the whole month. Yes, and God yes. just dropped this thing on us like a ton of bricks because this this is some things that we've been going through in our marriage and that we had to make changes. Right. So, man, welcome, everybody. If this is your first time, what we do, man, we, we give inspirational, godly-type um, mentorship, our uh, messages, man, to help you throughout your marriage. And hopefully it's being a blessing, right? That's right. So for those who are new to Married For Real, I am your girl, Christina. This is my amazing husband. What's going on? LaTroy. And together we are Married For Real. Come on now. Listen, why do we do Married For Real? We've been doing this now for a couple of years. And God gave us this vision to pump out marriage material, biblical yes. and practical marriage material throughout the airwaves. Ooh. Throughout the airwaves. So we're always on here every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern teaching marriage material because our goal is to bring healing and reconciliation to marriages all over the world. So thank you all for joining us as well as our podcast yes. listeners, you guys. What's Please up? listen for the podcast people who like to listen to the audio. Yep. Go ahead on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe, subscribe and catch now. this Today. on podcast Today. as well. Now, I got people in the marriage, um, the um, watch party right now in the marriage club. What's What's going on? I see y'all. Sharon Phillips, what's going on now? Hey. How's it going? Tiffany, what's going on? Alana. Hey. Uh, we got um, Eric, what's going on? Good afternoon. Yeah. Tiffany again, man. What is happening? Remember, man, to share share um, with your spouse and tag other people and let us know what city you from, man. All right? So y'all ready? We ready, babe. You, you ready, ready to ring the bell? We gonna ring the bell. We ready to ring the bell? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's ring the bell real quick. All <laughs> right, babe. Let's go ahead and kick it off with prayer. Go ahead. 
Holy Spirit, oh, we need you once more. We thank you that, you know what? You are already here. We know your presence already is in the building. So we just give you glory. And we thank you that you've already went before us. You've already prepared the hearts and minds of husbands and wives all over the world to receive the word that will come forth from heaven today. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All, All right, now, right, so let's get it. Let's get it. So, so like we were saying, um, we were praying about what in the world are we supposed to do. But before we get back with this message, man, we want y'all definitely to check this out. I'm Tommy. This is my wife, Angelica. We're from California. We reached out to Mary for real back in April of 2019 to help us with a, a infidelity issue. Um, we've been mentoring with them um, for about six months now, more six or more months now, and they have been a great, great help. We came to them on the verge of, uh, well, uh, my wife, she was leaving. She had bought plane tickets and everything, and uh, we came to them and we laid everything out what we were going through and uh, everything that they came back to us with um, straight from the, the Bible. Everything was biblical advice. Through the mentorship, it was very helpful to have someone, especially like Christina, who had been there and who can actually like walk with me in the, the whole process. and it kind of opened my eyes to a certain degree to make me feel as though that um you know with god all things are possible that's first yeah. and foremost and so um allowing um them into our lives and and being able to communicate with them sometimes for hours um you know was very very helpful um and 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 then it was it was all bible it was all bible Base. It was biblical, you know. They have a scripture for everything to help bring in the word and, and make sure that everything is in line with God. So that's always important. Infidelity is a very, very sensitive subject, and it tears up a lot of marriages, really. And so it was very helpful to see the success in their marriage and to see what God did in their marriage. And so. For me, I felt like if God can do it for them, then he can do it for me, you know? And that actually helped build my relationship and drew me closer to God. Um, and I think that that's very important when you have mentors that are in line with God. Um, all things are possible. And having someone on both ends that can relate. Um, Latroy, um, he could relate to me and my wife as well. Christina, she could relate to me and my wife as well. More so my wife because of um, female for female and male for male. It's just a phenomenal, they make a phenomenal team. And with God in the midst of everything, you can't go wrong with that. When God is the, is, is the center and you have two people that's giving you everything from the book, black and white, you know, it's not made up. They can tell you where it is. They'll show you where it is. If you follow those 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 simple instructions, you can have a bulletproof marriage. Since the infidelity, we have become stronger. We've come more connected. We've come more um, become more uh, into one another and 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 understanding one another, knowing uh, um, having an eye and an ear for each other's needs and and what we expect from each other as well too. So. 
again, give these two a try. You cannot go wrong. If you want to make an investment in your marriage, make an investment. I promise you, you'll, you'll be back. And, and just a small deposit into your marriage can save you thousands of dollars and a lifetime of pain. I promise you. What's up, what's up? Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, folks. What's up, man? Now, we we ain't gonna hold up, man. We just gonna jump right in. We gonna jump right into the actual topic, man. Yes, The uh, the topic for the day. The topic for the day is part three of the series, The Committed Marriage. And we're talking about keeping your word. Keeping your word. How are you doing with keeping your word in your marriage, man? This is major. How you doing with your mouth? (laughs) How, how you doing? How y'all doing with this right here? Come oh. on, y'all. We're going to keep it real in this message yes. today. Check yourself in this message, please, y'all, please. So, again, the entire month, we're talking about being committed, yes. keeping our word. Not Marriage is a covenant, right? But lately in today's society, it's so easy to just back out of what you say with your mouth. It's quick. Yeah. People are so quick to just say things Mm-mm. and never have the intention of keeping their words. Right. And we ain't coming down on nobody because I've been I've been caught up in that mess, right? That's what we about A to talk lot. about right now. Come Listen, on, man. our words, you all, carry enormous power. It can heal. It can wound. It can build you up and it can tear you down. Words are powerful. So how many of you guys have, let's say, family or friends uh, in your life who follow through every time? You can count on them. Yep. If they say something, you know they're going to they gonna keep their word yep. with the exception of something that may be outside of their control. Yep. But then you got them other people. The other other people. Them other people. I mean, come on. You can almost count on them not following through on nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they say something like, yeah, 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 I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I'll see you. I'll do that. I'll do that for you. Yeah. And they, you know, good and well, they, they ain't going to keep their They word. ain't going to come. They, ain't, <laughs> they say they're going to call you back, but never call you back. Come on, y'all. They say they're going to send you send you something or do something for you, but never come through. Not you cool, know? not cool. And, and, and marriage is so important that we keep our words, man, because words are commitments and they are and, and are made with little to no meaning behind those words. You know what I'm saying? People are making commitments with little to no meaning behind their words. And that's the problem with the day. And, that, and that's a big issue in marriage because when we get to the altar, we say, I do. On, we're confessing. Yep, yep. We're committing our word. We're committing our life. Yep. We're committing ourselves to this marriage. But when we get in the marriage, the test comes, and then now we go mm-hmm. against our words and what we say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now we want to back out. So today, you guys, we are hoping to shift your mindset as it relates to the words that you release out of your mouth. Yeah. So sit back, put on your seatbelt, you guys. This hopefully will transform your life. Yeah, so we're going to go it. ahead and go directly into point number one. Let's get it. Which is the value of your words. The value. Can the your value. words be trusted? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how weighty is your words? The value of words. And then what? what is, what is, the, what is words? What are words? You know, why are words so important? Mm. You know, um, we are been, we have been created just like God. Come all right. On, come on, come on. This, let me show, let me tell you something. Y'all got to understand the importance of words Yeah, yeah. and what words are because we are our words. Look when at God, that. when God created us, he created us just to be just like him. Mm. And in the beginning, 
God spoke things into existence. Right. And when God speaks promises, he keeps his promises. Come on through. And so when we, we ought to be just like God because we've been created in his image. So when we're not keeping our words, we're not being like God. Woo! And God is committed, committed to keeping his word. The word of God say he watches over his word to perform it. God, like if I say it, you can cash the check. It is going to happen. Yeah. So we are made in God's image and likeness. And because of that, God is expecting us to be just like him just and like exemplify him. integrity, yep. just like God. So the Bible says, look, y'all need to be slow to speak. We need to be slow to speak because our words are valuable. They're powerful. So I have a question for you guys today. Do your words hold any value? To those who hear them. When people hear the words that are coming out of your mouth, especially your spouse and your children, do your words carry any value? Do you keep your commitments that you make with your words? Come on, you guys. That's what we're talking about. We want to see some of your answers. Or do you, do you, be honest, because do you need to work on this? You know? Yes, yes. How many things have you been saying to your spouse that you would do? And you hadn't kept it. So for any, for instance, I'm gonna be real because I'm gonna be hard on myself because I ain't gonna get offended with myself, right? <laughs> Can no. I do that? No, go Can ahead. Can I talk about talk me? Talk about your brother. Let me talk about me because you know I used to be bad with keeping my words, man. Mm-hmm. I would say things, you know, out of casual conversations, whether it be with other people, with my with Christina, <laughs> with my kids, and stuff like that, out of casual conversations. Mm-hmm. And so you just blab something, you know. Right. But this came from things that was presented or modeled before me come on, in come my on. family, mm-hmm. in my life, my parents and stuff, they would say things and and I would be looking for it, but it never happened, you mm. know? So I kind of t- took on that, that little characteristics mm. when I got, when we first got married. Right, right. And so right. I would say, I, yeah, babe, I'm going to do this for you, mm. but it never happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I hated it, man. That used to cause a lot of issues in our marriage. And so now when you would say something, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'll believe it when I see it. And then I think the kids yeah. had challenges with that too. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you said you were going to do this, but yeah, you know, you, mm-hmm. dad, you said this, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. It ain't never happened. And, and you know, it convicted me. Mm. And I knew where it was coming from. Mm. And so I really had to make a conscious decision. To change that thing, man, because I didn't want people to look at me like, you know, you don't, you ain't a man of your word. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And I remember us having multiple conversations about this, and you used to talk about your childhood. Yeah. You used to talk about how it was modeled before you. You just, people would just say stuff to you with no intention on following it through. All the time. And you adapted that mindset. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I like is that you owned it. You took ownership of it and Mm -hmm. you started making corrections. Mm -hmm. And and you asked me the other night, you was like, how, as we were preparing for this message, you were like, how am I doing with that? How am I doing with that? Yeah. How am I doing? Am I doing better? You're doing much better. And so so now, and now, you know, I just kind of make sure that whatever I say, even to my hurt, right. you know, I got to go and do it. You know what I'm saying? You want to go? No. Okay. But, but um, yeah, so so that that's pretty much it. Yeah, so let's go to the word of God real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 12, verse 36. All right. Matthew 12 and 36 says, look, but I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment. Okay. Let me start. Let me go. Let me do it again. Uh-huh. All right. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. 
faithful by your words, come on through, you will be acquitted. Yep. And by your words, you will be condemned. God is serious about the words that are coming out of our mouth. So when we just blabbing empty words, the Bible says he calls it empty or idle words. You have no intention on following it through. God is going to hold us accountable. He is literally keeping track of every word that we release out of our mouth. So listen, It's, it's serious. This is how serious it is. So be mindful, like in your marriage, when you are speaking to your spouse, that God is serious about yes, words that we yes. speak. Because the moment that we make a commitment to anybody, God is listening to see whether or not you're going to follow through. He's watching it. He you watch see? over his word. He watch over his word. And guess what? He's watching over our words as well. Come on, man. So how many times have you spoken idle words with no intention, no intention at all? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll call you tomorrow. Sure, I can do that for you. I yep. can do that for you. I'll take you there on Saturday. And Or, you know, you just show up late for everything. Like, you you, you just don't have it in your heart, I guess is what it is, right? right, right. When we say things out of our mouth, it's not in our heart first, yeah, yeah. right? And so let's see what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 5, verse 2. Yep. Y'all flow with us, flow with us, flow with us. It says, do not, I'm sorry, do not be quick with your mouth. <laughs> do not That's be wisdom. hasty. Yeah. Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. Yeah. God is in heaven and you are on earth. So let your words be few. Come on. That's, that is nothing but the wisdom of God. Now, this could be a reason why your spouse can't trust you with certain things. This could be the reason why your wife just keep looking in your phone. This could be the reason why your spouse is always on your back for certain things because you've been blabbing certain things and you've been quick to speak. And instead of having your heart in towards your commitment, mm. you're just seeing things and, and your heart ain't behind it. Yep. Can't so be trusted. You can't be trusted. Yep. I can't trust your word. You know, yep. so the Bible says that when a man is unstable in one thing, you, you know, he is unstable in all, all his, his ways. ways. Yep. So if you can't be trusted in your word, where else can I trust you with? Good God Almighty. And listen, y'all, this is important because your words are you. That's it. Your words identify your character. It does. It, it, it holds upholds your integrity. Yeah. You know, when you say stuff, people look at that like, that's, that's you. It is you. That's you. Because... The real us are, is spirit. Mm. It's spirit. It ain't the flesh. Come you know on, what I'm babe. saying? People see the flesh, yes. but the real us that makes the decision and that's supposed to make the flesh move is our spirit. That's right. So whenever we speak, we're sharing our spirit. Good God. Whenever we speak. Mm. That's why That's why we're going to be judged by every other word because he's judging us. Come it's on, our spirit. Baby. Yeah, because we're speaking spirit. That's it. That's right. You know babe. what I'm saying? That, that's why the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, there you go. The mouth speak. That's right. So man. whoever you are is going to come out of your mouth. Listen, and y'all. so if you if you start to say things because mm. sometimes your flesh could cause your mouth to speak, and if your flesh is speaking for you, then you won't honor your word. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Come yes. on now. Words are powerful. It's powerful. So as we continue on in this series on the committed marriage for the entire month of January, we wanted to pause here on part three, talking about your words. Yep. Talking about, because see, if, if you don't keep true to your commitments, that's going to negatively impact your marriage. That's going to negatively impact your relationship with your children. Words are so powerful, you guys, that the most important things in life 
are sealed Come with on. a verbal oath. Everything, most important thing in life is sealed with the verbal oath. Y'all right, gotta catch, right. y'all got to listen to this. Catch this right here now. This is how important words are. Words are so important, you guys, that look at what, what are some of the most valuable decisions or choices that you've ever made in your life, like, like getting married. I believe next to salvation, that's one of the greatest decisions you could ever make is who is. you want to marry. That's very important. But when you stood at the altar, that wedding was not completed until you both said, I do. You had to physically, you had to say it. You had to say it. Vocalize. You had to vocalize. You had to make a verbal commitment when you stood at the altar. You see what I'm saying? And there's always witnesses. Right. That the witnesses are there not only just to see what the, the ceremony, but they're also there to witness or hear those vows that you speak. Come on, babe. So if you do something in your marriage that goes against that vow that you spoke, then they all could look at you and say, you a liar. Come on through. You a liar. This is how serious it is. So let's talk about even salvation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you receive Christ, you don't, you don't receive salvation until you confess with your mouth that if you shall believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ died and rose again, you shall be saved. Words are powerful. You make verbal oaths yep. in life with you with your mouth. Yep. Uh, let's talk about even being a citizen of the United States of America. Listen, you gotta you, when you get sworn in yep. to uh, be a U.S. citizen, you gotta you gotta say some things. You see what I'm saying? You uh, pledge. You're yeah. pledging. You're pledging allegiance to the 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 state, the, the right. country, the country. Whenever you uh, uh, entered in as a citizen, yeah. you know, even with jobs. Yeah, government jobs and, and judges and doctors and, you know, a lot of these things. So we're just talking about the importance or the value of words. And yep. so we wanted to highlight this as we continue on in this message today, just to show you guys so that maybe you will take a little, you'll be a little more slow to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you'll think, think about the words and the commitments that you make. Yeah. Um, so in other words, don't speak empty words. Yeah. That, and that's it. That's all we're trying to say. Don't, don't speak, speak empty words. Don't speak empty words. You know what I'm saying? Don't begin Begin to think before you speak. Yeah. And then if you also utter things, make sure that you commit to it until you're hurt. Even if it hurts you. No, babe, I told you that I'm going to do this. That's so right, babe. I got to do it. You, you want to stay committed I, to I your gotta word. I got to stay committed. If you're going to be there, be there. If you can't do it, say no. Come on now. You know, sometimes we don't want to hurt each other, hurt people's feelings. So we tell them, oh, yeah, I'll do it for you or I'll be there. But now that's idle. That's a that's an empty word because you have no intention in your heart on carrying it through. That's so right. let's go to uh, Matthew chapter five, verse thirty-seven, real quick. Yep. Matthew chapter five, verse thirty-seven says, "All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one." <laughs> that's it. Let's just keep it simple, man. If you can't do it, just say that. So let's keep it moving. Let's go to point two, real quick. All right. Point number two, y'all. So that was the importance of words. Point number two is the question. We're posing the question now. Are you committed? Are you committed to your words? So we're going to walk y'all through something right now. This was to show you how important words are. But now we want you to look, look into yourself. Allow God to look into your heart and ask yourself, are you committed to your words? Or do you have this problem? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Do you make commitments and fail to follow through with them? You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, yes. We love to teach messages that um, allow us as the individual in the marriage to do a self-assessment. Yeah. Because all the time in marriages, we're pointing fingers at the other person and we're trying to figure out why they don't trust us. Yeah. Why, why do they don't respect me? Why don't they love and appreciate me? Check your check your mouth. Check your commitment. Maybe they don't trust you because your words can't be trusted. And and it goes both ways. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It goes both ways. It's like for men, men like to say a lot of things. Men men might have promised to to do certain things as far as starting a business, mm. being the head of the household. Come on, babe. You know, you already said that you would take the lead in this mm-hmm. family. You've been saying this for years. Right, right. But I don't see any consistency with you and your words. Yeah, and your wife is sitting there waiting to help you. She wants to add value to your life, but your word can't be trusted because you've been telling her now for 10 years. That you would do this and you would do this. Yeah, I'm going to start that next month and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So now she don't even care. She don't even care anymore. She's lost all hope that you'll ever bring, uh, see it through because you haven't completed what you said you're going to do. Yes. And so when, when you say, when you say words, when you say something, you know what it shows? It shows how much you value them when, if you do Mm. or you don't do what you say. And that's how I feel that's when, when someone is. says something to me. Like if someone lies to me, I'm like, "Ooh, that's how you feel about me." Like you, you, but you said you would do it. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm thinking like you don't even love me because if you if you lie to me, you don't love me. That's, that's how I feel, like flat out. That's it. Yeah. You know, because so because so the the words place value on love. Mm. It shows once you speak it. Now you're putting a price. On how much you value your words or how much you value that person. Look at that. You see? Yeah, so when so you say co- something out of your mouth and you don't do it, That's it, you are clearly showing the other person that I don't value you. I, there's, there's, I have little value yeah. because my words are just nothing. I'm speaking, I, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going, babe, I'm going to do this for you. But if I don't do it, I'm saying, nah, I don't too much care about even mm-hmm. pleasing you in that area. Yeah, and that shows that you lack commitment. That shows that you're not committed to the vows that you said on your wedding day. You see what I'm saying? When we don't follow through, let's talk about some things with us personally, babe, that uh-huh. um, we had to work on being more committed to. Mm-hmm. I know I'll kick it off with me mm-hmm. as a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you had this thing where you would like to ask me early in the day, mm-hmm. uh, you going to give me something tonight? You going to give me something tonight? Ooh, no. And I would be like... Mm. I didn't want to say yes, although I know I wanted to, but what if, you know, we got a long day, you know, yeah. what if I get tired after, you know, going through the whole day? So you were slow to I was slow. answer or speak words. Yeah, but you would but keep... You were- you, you looking would keep, all sexy and stuff. But you would keep asking me. I got it. You know, I'm going to ask. I'm going to make sure that I set something up so I'll know what to do later on that day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. So I know how to prioritize my life. <laughs> so, man, sometimes I went ahead and uttered those words out of my mouth and I said yes. So when that, when later on came in that day and my husband was looking for something. Yeah. I had to co- be committed to my words. And I would say this. There were times where I would be tired and I would say, babe, can I get a little nap first? I think, about, I think about that. <laughs> I think about that. You got an hour. And this one right here, you guys, he would make sure. He would set the alarm clock, you know, some years ago. You oh, don't, you don't st- do that. That's no true more. story. Now. Go ahead. 
he would actually set the alarm clock and let me take a nap. And then when that alarm, but you know, I couldn't say no because I had already said yes. You see what I'm saying? So we are talking about being committed, you guys. Being committed to your word. So, so <laughs> if she would say, yeah, I'm going to get me some tonight. Best believe I'm putting the timer on, babe. All right. You got 30 more minutes, ma'am. You got 30 more minutes here. But yeah, we have to keep our word yeah. in marriage, man, to our own hurt. Because because I had not said, yeah, now yeah. I was tired. But at the end of the day, if I if I said it, I got to see it through. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about you with the kids, babe, because this was a struggle for us now that we have teenagers, all teenagers right now. Yeah. Um, when the kids were a little younger... Um, because you were growing into getting over this yep. area of not being true to your word, yep. um, they didn't really, you know, believe you sometimes yep. when you would say, oh, I'll do this, I'll especially, do that. Especially when they got older yeah. and they begin to realize that, hold on, you know, how long daddy been saying this? <laughs> you know? Because before, you know, now, now let me say this. I, it was certain things that I wouldn't keep my word for, you know. It wasn't consistent. It, it wasn't all the time, but it was enough to where it was noticeable. Like, hold on now, you've been saying this for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, but anyway, when they started to grow up, they began to see that, okay, certain things that I can't really trust you with. And so when we would have these conversations, it would come up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I would feel convicted. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't hardly say anything. It just like, out. Like, yeah. You know, it really hurt me. It, because it, what it did, it kind of, put a wedge in our relationship. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Even with the kids and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I, what I had to do, you know, I, I really had to go back to them, but we're going to get to that later. But it, it really messed up our relationship. And so what I began to do is just, you know, make sure I pause, like, for instance, um, just a, a recent thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is 16 years old. Just Christ- turned 17 Just turned week. 17. <laughs> Um, the second one, and um, he's driving now. He he wants to learn how to drive. God is permitting everything. Yep. And I told him I would take him out, you know, um, on a certain day. Okay, we're going to go out this day, and I'm going to show you how to drive. Mm. All right? That day came. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't feel like going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, you know, we, and, we were busy, and we were yeah, doing some things. Yeah. And, I, you know, I said, you know what? No, I said I was going to do it. Yep, yep. So, you know, babe, uh, I know we've been doing something here, but I yep. got I got to do this for Christian. That's you know right, what I'm saying? that's right. And so that's, that's the kind of things that I'm, I'm mindful now because I don't want to fall back into that mess where our mm-hmm. relationship is being tainted. That's so good, babe. You know, I want to be dependable. Yep. I want I want my words to be me, our bond. Come my on, word babe. is my bond, yep. you know what I'm saying? And I love that about you because what was happening, you wasn't intentionally doing it, yeah. um, not keeping your word. It's just that when the kids were younger, you were more purpose-driven. Right. You were f- focusing on um, your purpose, like as far as building the business. It was ministry. We was heavily involved in church, yep. heavily involved in church, like five, six days a week. And there was a lot of things that the kids may wanted you to do, and you probably would have been like, oh, well, next week, or, or I'll do it tomorrow, or yep. whatever. But now you're intentional about keeping your word. Right. I love that. Right. I see growth. And, and just the other day, you asked me, it's like, how am I? I said, you're doing good. Because so, I knew one day you clearly didn't feel like taking them yeah, driving. That's true. But you went out there and you took them um, driving anyway. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give me something tonight. Oh, gosh. You ain't about to <laughs> I'm making no commitments right now. God <laughs> said, be slow to speak. You're learning. You're I'm learning. learning. Come on through. <laughs> Listen, guys. So what are verbal commitments, you guys? What, what verbal commitments have you made to yep. your spouse 
that you haven't followed through. You may have said, how about this one, y'all? I'll fix something around the house. That's or, a big one. Or I'll, I'll handle certain chores around the house. And you know good and well. You ain't got no intention on doing That's it. That's a big one. That's yeah. because, because this caused a lot of arguments in our marriage early on in the first part of our marriage. Where, right. You know, um, she would tell me that, you know, she would like for me to do a little bit more around the house. Right, right. She was like, she had OCD. Like, oh, she, Christina got OCD. She like. No, you said had. Or no, like... she got OCD. She like, she don't like things to be, you know, sit, uh, um, you know, unorganized. She, I don't care if it's one little piece of paper somewhere. She, she like, look, clean that, clean that. that right Cause there. I see stuff that y'all don't see. Like, like the other day <laughs> I asked them, I said, can y'all please go? I asked my, I asked the boys first. I said, can y'all please go sweep the driveway? Um, but I think I had said it the day before. Nobody heard me. <laughs> yeah. Nobody heard me. So then I said it. I had to emphasize it yeah. a little more. Yeah. I was like, can somebody please go sweep the driveway? So all three of y'all went yeah. out there and y'all started I was cleaning. like, okay. <laughs> I already know when they, when the voice get elevated, I said, no, 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 no. We ain't about to go there. Let me go do what I got to do. But because... Because y'all, somebody had said they would already do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. But because of that, you know, um, she would, she would... You know, let me know that, hey, certain things, I would like for you to help out a little bit more around the house as far as, you know, keeping things situated, do a little bit more, you know, and this happened for a long time, but I would make a commitment like, yeah, okay, babe, I'm going to help you out, I'm going to help you out. Mm -hmm. And it's been years, you know, and because I wasn't used to actually, you know, doing certain, just certain things. Um, we were fresh in marriage, fresh with having our own house. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so we would get into arguments like, man, why am I coming home and like, things are just chaotic. And a, if fork, I, a fork in the sink, and they're like, man, things are just chaotic. If, and if I got to do it myself, how many know as a woman, come on, you are the heart, the wives are the heart of the house. That's what I truly believe. And certain things that we say, you know, or we ask our husbands to do or some of our older children to do around the house, and they don't keep their commitments, yep. like cleaning out the gutters and stuff yep. like that. I see things in detail, yeah. and you say, oh, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. And that that causes friction and tension in the house. Right, it does. So little things, that's why that's why it's so important. You know, it may seem minute, but it's not, really. Because the minor thing, if you say you're going to do something, you're going like, to clean the gutters, you're going you're gonna to cut the grass, or you're going to do the chores around the house. Just do it. Then you need to do it, even until you're hurt. When, once you commit something with your word, do it. Yeah. Do it, because you are, it, it chisels. Every time you don't do it, it chisels at the trust Come on, within your spouse. That's right. Let's you go know. to let's go to Psalms eighty nine real quick. Psalms eighty nine and thirty four says, "I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered. I will not violate my covenant or alter what my lips have uttered." How many know marriage is a covenant? Yeah. Come on, y'all. We said until death do us part. Yeah. We said in sickness and in health. We said for rich or for poor. Once you've said it, you can't alter it. Yep. You can't take it back. Yep. Come on, you already said it. So if you say it, keep your word. Yep. That is what we're talking about right now in this in this series on the committed marriage. Be, keep your word. Man, I'm telling you, man, this, this thing here is so, so... We got to get this part right. Because at the altar, we made our word. We made commitments, you know? So what we're going to do right now... We're going to give y'all an opportunity, okay? This is the next point. This is the next <laughs> point. We want to know if, if y'all find yourself in this message and it's kind of like you say, ouch, you know, that's that's me. Yep. 
that's me. You know, mm. I, I got to change what I say. I got to be slow to speak. Mm-hmm. I got to start changing some things. Come on. So this next point is, is all about, you know, making your words right. Make your words right. That's it. Make your words yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so if you've been unfaithful to your words in any way, Make it right. Make you know? it right. Come on through. Tra- change. Yes, do it right. So yes. so what do you have to do to make it right? Because I know sometimes you can feel guilty about, you know, some of the things that you might have said. And, right. and some of y'all thinking about some of the things that you said to people and your spouse, mm-hmm. your kids. Y'all thinking about it right now. But what do you do to make it right? Well, we're going to share some things that we had to do and that I had to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. First, I had to go to God. That's right. He. That's number one. We got to make it right with God because, see... A lot of things that we do, uh, we think we're doing. Yeah, we might offend. I might offend you, right? But at the end of the day, if I'm not pleasing God, I'm I'm out of alignment with God. My number one objective is to please God. So keeping my word first is more important to me with my relationship with God. That's it. So once I um, fail in this area, I go to God and say, God, dang, I said I would do that and I didn't do that. I feel convicted, God. Can you please forgive me? I am so sorry, Lord God. But you know what? I'm going to make it right going forward. And then you go to your spouse or you go to whoever you offended. You know what I'm saying? Whoever you were unfaithful to with your mouth. And you make it right. And so what we would say is repent. And that word repent can be super, you know, used. But all that really means is change your mind. Just change your mind. Change your mind. Go back to the way God wants you to think. That's right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Change. Go to God first. And so like in the scripture, Matthew 12, again, I'm going to put it up. It says, you know, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on that day of judgment. That's right. For every empty word. That's right. So this is why you have to go to God first. That's right. Because God is listening to every word that you speak. That's right. So go to God and just say, God, you know, I'm sorry. I can't take it back, but Mm. please forgive me for what I've spoken, you know, because, you know, I've done things wrong. I've said some things that I really didn't mean, Mm -hmm. you know. And so after repenting, you know, what I had to do is go, I th- think, thought about everybody yes, you did. that I spoke yeah. idle words to. That's right. And I had to go back and really apologize. I had That's to go right. to my wife. Mm-hmm. You sure did. I yeah. had to go to my kids. Yep. Yep. And it hurt, you know what I'm saying? And with being serious, mm-hmm. you know, an apology, I want to say this. I got to say this. Yep. When you go back and apologize, you know, stop all the playing, you know, because I, I know how some some guys don't like to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. You know that, that pride. That pride, and it's not only about the guys, but also people, people, mm-hmm. people in general. Yeah. When you when you apologize to people, I mean, be sincere, especially your family, your mm-hmm. kids, whatever, whoever you need to apologize to. Man, be sincere, seriously, and apologize. That's it. Man, I'm sorry. I know I said I would do this. That's right. Come on. And it never happened. Yep. I feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Forgive me. And, and, you know, I'm sorry. I'll try to work on that. And I, anything that I say from this point on, you know, what you got to do is create a threshold, like, in your life. From this point on, whatever I say, I'm going to try my hardest to make sure that it come to pass. That's right, And babe. so that's what you got to do, you yeah, know? And yeah. then ask for forgiveness. And just ask for forgiveness. You know, you know, God first. then your spouse, then your children, make it right. And from there on, you all keep your commitments. That's it. This isn't a popular message, but we just felt that it was necessary to teach on this today because this is happening all over the world. God said in the last days, there will be truce breakers, people that consistently break covenants. 
You break covenants, you utter empty words with your mouth, and God is serious about this. He's and serious. especially in our marriage, and we wonder why yep. there's no trust. We wonder why there's no intimacy. Yep. We wonder why you're not friends. Yep. You don't want to be friends with nobody Come you can't on, trust. You know what I'm saying? And so we got to keep our words. So we pray, you guys, that this message met you all personally, yeah. like personally pierced your heart yeah. and will uh, cause you to make some adjustments in your life starting today. That's it. Starting today. Look, this whole month we talk about commitment. Come on, you guys. Commitment. Yes. Start to be more committed to the words that you're speaking. Yes. Be more committed. If you said something, honor your commitment honor your that word. you make with your mouth. Yep. Honor your commitment right mm -hmm. now. If you think, it, think about it right now, think about it, repent, do everything we told you all to do, and start right now. It's fresh in the new year. Yes. Let's, let's begin on, to guys. transform ourselves. Let's become new people. That's what we're talking That's about. That's what we're talking about, That's right? all we're talking about, self-development. Come on now. All right, but it's execution. This this is the year for execution. It's you understand execution what I'm saying? We, we've heard enough good words, but the Bible says don't be a hearer, be a doer. So we pray that when y'all leave this live today, that y'all will go and execute this word in your life. You'll make it right because God is watching. God is watching. So now let's kick it off now. We got something we want y'all to see Yeah, we're going, the next thing, man, after this, we got question and answers. Be ready with your questions. Be ready with your questions, man. We're coming right back right after this. Has your marriage been blessed by Married For Real and you want others to be blessed in their marriage also? Now you can bring Married For Real to your church or organization by referral. Go to our website at marriedforreal.com. Under the contact tab, click live group session. Fill out the small form and you just might get a chance to meet us in person. See you soon. What's up? All right, all right, you guys. So now, what questions y'all got? Do y'all have any questions? At any all? questions? Um, it could be pertaining to the message. Um, it could be pertaining to just anything regarding marriage. We want to take this part of the live today just to answer some questions because we get so many questions that we honestly can't answer. But here's your opportunity to ask ask us anything you got. What's going on? I see y'all. We we over here in the watch party in the marriage club. Y'all got any questions? Y'all ask us now. We always like to put this disclaimer out. We don't know everything. Okay. Okay, but we have well over 18 years of marital experience. And also, we've been serving God for over 20 years. So our, our, our answers will come through the Holy Spirit, but also by our experiences. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and ask your questions, and we're going to answer it to the best of our abilities. I want to uh, touch on some of these comments while you guys are putting your questions in here. Tommy said, if you stay committed, then you will stay connected. Come on through. Come on, talk now. I like that. I like that. Jay said, without humility, honesty, and acknowledging your convictions, no change will occur. That's, that's what's up, bro. That is what's up. All right. Listen, what questions y'all got? What questions y'all got? I ain't got no question yet in the club. Kizzy. Kizzy said, yeah, that this is how I feel when you lie and can't be honest. That means to me that you don't love me and there is no respect in our marriage. Absolutely. You know, that's why God says all of the commandments actually hinge on one word, love. You got the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill, steal, lie, commit adultery. But guess what? If you love me, 
You won't do none of that. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Come so on that's now. what's up. I got a um a comment. No questions yet, but I got comments. Uh, Desiree say, man, trust and friendship means so much. Marriage is hard, but when divorce is on the table and losing your friend, your husband or wife is the option you really you really start to rethink if you love your significant other. Thank you so much. This was a good message. Wow. Praise God. I'm thank glad you all for able that comment. to join us today. Thank you for that comment. Man. Thank y'all, man. Don't forget to also like our page, man. Yeah, like the video, but also like the page so that you can get notified when we go live every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. All right, Kamira, she says, uh, what's a good way to get boundaries after renewing and rebuilding your marriage? So setting boundaries, that's one of our favorite topics. Every time we meet with couples, we always talk always. about setting boundaries. This is one of the things that really caused the, the separation and mm -hmm. caused the arguments mm -hmm. too because loose. there's too no loose. boundaries. Mm -hmm. So you said, what's the way to set boundaries? Yeah. What, what, a, what's a good way to get boundaries after renewing and rebuilding your marriage? Um, you want to go out? I can, I have it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you got to be realistic and set a day to actually sit down and actually talk about it, mm -hmm. come up with ideas together, you know, and what boundaries are is what you will accept as the, as the wife, what I'm going to accept in the marriage, you're saying that I would like for you to do this. This is what I need from you. Right, right. These are my needs. These are my needs mm -hmm. to make me happy in this marriage. Mm -hmm. And then your, your husband comes with his needs, yeah. you know, and, and, and this is when it comes to serving each other. But setting boundaries around the marriage, what you're saying is that we're doing this so that we can stay close. Yeah. Um, yeah. um you're saying that I don't want we we're not gonna we're not going to um have private conversations with other pre people outside of our, our, our sex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so let's say this. So that's one that's an example. So mm -hmm. having having <clears throat> opposite sex private conversations you see what I'm saying? Without, you know, everybody knowing or involved in the conversation. So that's a boundary that you can set. You know what I'm saying? No cell phone numbers from people of the opposite sex. That's right. a boundary. Right, right. No staying out after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go yeah. ahead, babe. Because what I want to say is some boundaries should be automatic across every marriage. Right. Um, because marriage is a God thing. So faithfulness to your marriage should be a boundary that, you know, you shouldn't even have to talk about. You know what I'm saying? So we, what I mean by that is there should be some boundaries that are automatic as it pertains to what the word of God says. You see what I'm saying? Like core values. Um, and then the other boundaries will actually be more personal. You know what I'm saying? It could vary from marriage to marriage. So one of our boundaries in our marriage is, we, we have all access to everything. Yep. We have all access to social media, cell phone, passwords, bank accounts. Like everything is all access. So that's a boundary. There, there's no privacy. There's no secrets. If, if you get a text, that's I right. can check it out and see who it is and vice versa for me. That's you know it. what I'm saying? Um, and so, so that would be a, a realistic boundary. Yeah. No passwords. I. I, I have to have access to not saying that you're going to check all the time, no, but that's no. a boundary. Why should we be hiding from each other? There's no such thing as privacy in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So there should be no privacy. That's a boundary. 
you know? Yep. And so again, that's personable, personal. You know what I'm saying? Each couple is going to have a different list, but we encourage every couple sit down like for real y'all yeah. and write out realistic boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't, you can't convict me or charge me for speeding. If there's no sign, I yep. got to know what, what's allowable or yep. doable. All right. All right. So here goes another question. Here. I got a question okay, over go here ahead, when, when you ahead. get done. Go ahead. You're, okay. Um, somebody said, is it worse to cheat in covenant under marriage than it is to cheat with someone single that you're trying to build with to get to marriage? So uh, what I'm, I'm thinking that maybe they're not married, and but they're dating, and there might be some cheating. You know what I'm saying? So in this case, in this case, that's really that. That's between you and God. Yeah, that's far, between. You that's and between God. you and God. Now it's all bad. All of it. Both, <laughs> it's yeah. all bad. You know what I'm saying? But now that person, if you cheated on that person, that person finds out. It's well within their rights to say, you know what? I don't want to take this relationship any further. You cheated on me. I'm out. You know. So it's well within that person's. It's easier to break up or split in a in a relationship like that because you don't. There's no ties. You don't have. You're not married. You know, right, right. but in a marriage covenant, it is different, even though the Bible says that, you know, they, it's, it's, it's legal now to get a divorce because of infidelity. But then, you know, you got to be careful with that because you got to make sure that God wants you to split. Like with us, we went through infidelity, but God, we know God brought us together. So we went through a season of just being, you know, blinded and, 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 and backslidden, you know, me, myself, but in, in a place where you, there's no covenant as far as marriage, then that person has the right to say, I don't want to mess with you no more. That's yeah, it. Flat out. And if you cheated, then there's something that you got to get right with God. There's something in your soul yeah. that you got to get right, you know, Great answer, before babe. even thinking about being married. Because if you're cheating now, then nine times out of 10, if you don't deal with it, you're going to be cheating when you get married. That's what's You got to get that adultery out of your heart. That's it. That's the part. Because yeah. marriage will not fix the issues in your soul. Marriage ain't going to fix it. You know what I'm saying? That's a personal issue between you and God. Great answer, babe. So, all right. Uh, let's see. I'm reading your comments. Just bear me one second. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's so important, man. Um, once you get into the marriage, that's a covenant. It's a commitment that you made. And you're saying for better or for worse, till death do us part. So if there's anything like infidelity that comes in, then yeah, yeah, okay, if, you, if, if your spouse cheat, yeah, there's an open door. Yeah, there is open door to say, you know, I don't want this marriage anymore because actually when you commit adultery, you are actually marrying that other person. Yeah, you that's what sex, severed the relationship. That's it, you're severing the relationship, mm -hmm. the moment of infidelity. <laughs> but, you know, you have to... Be aware, uh, be be just be aware of what God is saying in that moment. That's you see what I'm God. saying? You got to yep. be aware of God, what God is saying. Okay? Mm -hmm. Does God want you to throw away that marriage? So. That's what's up. So Jay, here's your question: How do you communicate when whatever you say is taken as being insulting or unappreciated or as something negative? Mm -hmm. It could be your delivery, or it could be the person and the way they receive it. You know, that person could be a horrible receiver. That person could be dealing with their own insecurities and, and self-esteem issues. And, you know, you could be saying something good, but you could also be saying it with the wrong tone. 
or choosing the wrong words. So what I would do, what I had to do, mm-hmm. because uh, in our marriage of almost 19 years, there's been some times where you would be like, babe, but you, you don't respect me the mm-hmm. right way. And I sincerely didn't know where I was missing in it. Right. So I had to ask you, I said, well, tell me exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So maybe you might want to do that. You might want to say, well, babe, what, what, what am I doing that's insulting you? Or why are you always taking things so negative? Can you give me some examples? Right. Because I sincerely want to please you. Right. I want to meet your need in this area, but I honestly don't know what I'm doing wrong. Right. You see what I'm saying? And and that's real. Some some people know they flat out being, you know, some kind of way. Yep. But at the same token, some people don't know. Yeah, that's true. You don't know. That's true. So that's that's a good thing right there, babe. And then also I wanna I wanna put this out here. It might be because of something they may be responding to you according to how you used to treat them in the past. Oh, that's it good. C- it, it could be something that they're image of you Mm. is tainted Mm. so you can't really change that you just continue to love you just continue to um communicate the proper way Mm. and you know god has to enter into that person's heart and change their heart as it pertains to you but you continue to reflect god towards them you know what i'm saying but it could be that it could be you know they might they might be seeing you through the lens of what you've done in the past or how y'all communicated in the past and you know what I mean? So that's that could what's be up. That's what's up. I know that was our problem. That certainly was our problem. Your perception of of this of your spouse could be tainted. All right, Beandra, she says, uh, what if the infidelity is not sex? See, that's the misconception right there, is that infidelity is only intercourse. That's not that's not true. Infidelity, when you when you forsake your spouse, when you when you remove your heart away from your spouse, you've already committed adultery. That's why they say it could either be an emotional affair or a physical affair. You know, anything that you're doing behind your spouse's back, texting someone else, inboxing, DM somebody else, you're you're going on lunch dates and, and all of that. And if your spouse finds out about it, they're going to be angry. Even pornography is adultery. You see what I'm saying? So it's not about intercourse. You know what I'm saying? When you're being unfair, faithful to your spouse that is adultery mm-hmm. that's great yeah that's great i got two questions that are good over here in the um watch party um and and this is i i hear you you um talking about something with your mom a lot of times i have to tell my mom what she wants to hear i am about keeping my word but i find i have to tell my mom what she wants to hear because she can be pushy I am an adult and married and I have to make my own decision. What do you do with a person who wants you to do the opposite of what you feel is best for you? Sometimes your word has to be broken to avoid manipulation or being controlled. Well, I, I definitely, I, I, I have to disagree with you, all right? And I want to say, I want to I repeat your words back to you. Yep, you, sa- you, sa- you said that I'm an adult. And I, I'm gonna do. I need to do what I need to do. So you're answering your question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what you need to do. Don't don't let your don't um, devalue your character just to please somebody else. Look at that. Let your words be your words, That's Mom. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do this because I am an adult. I'm gonna do this. And if if she gets upset, hey, she's an adult also. 
You know, yeah. do what you feel is right. That's what's up. Do what you feel is right. Yeah. And don't feel bad about it. Mm. You know, don't feel... Because sometimes parents parents can try to still control mm. their children. Mm. We're not children anymore. I'm not in your house anymore. Yeah, if you want me to value your opinion, then you need to um, value mine also. Look at Because that. we're adults. That's what's up. Mom, I'm not going to do that. I'm going right. to do this right here because I'm my own person. That's right, babe. You and know? what I found is people tend to respect you more when you're honest than, you know, I, you know just uttering empty words just to please them. People tend to respect you more when you are flat out honest. Yeah. Nope, can't do it. Nope, yep. I don't want to do that. Nope, not right now. Nope. Instead of, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Don't be a yeah, yeah, yeah person. Right. If you know good and well it's not in your heart to do it, right. they'll be okay. That's like, it. flat out, they'll be fine. And then and then you'll feel better about yourself. You will feel better. Because you're telling your truth. Yes. So keep telling your truth. Come on. Don't, don't, don't <clears throat> live behind somebody else's truth. Mm-mm. Yeah, hear what, I hear what you say, Mom, but this is what I believe. That's what's up. Yeah. Respect and respect. I hear what you say, mom, but this is what I believe. I don't believe is this. I don't. I don't believe I need to do that. And you'll feel better about expressing your truth. Yep. Yep. Be you. That's what's That's up. It. I love that, babe. Ashley, you said, "What do you do when your spouse constantly pushes you away?" Have I ever pushed you away, baby? What do you say when your spouse constantly pushes you mm-hmm. away? Mm-hmm. What do you do when your spouse constantly pushes you away? <clears throat> um, well, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded question because we don't know why they're pushing you away. That's yeah. one thing. There's roots to why yep. people behave the way they behave. So we have to figure out why they're pushing you away. Are they dealing with their own issues? You see what I'm saying? What's going on in their life? What's the roots? Because we often teach that we always deal with the branches on the tree mm-hmm. and we never take time to dig deeper to see what the roots are. Good. Okay. So yep. we don't really know what the roots to the situation is. Yep. So that's sort of hard to really speak on that, why they're pushing you away. Yep. But what we will say at the end of the day, one size fit all is the, is love them all day. Be consistent with your love for them. Good stuff. Babe. That's it. That's a one size fit all man. That's Walk in good. the love of God. I got LaQuinta here. Thank y'all for y'all questions too. She said, what actions do you consider as cheating or infidelity? All right. Now you said, what actions do we consider? <laughs> we, we, base, we base our belief from the word of God. You know, our word, the word of God is our final authority. So now Jesus specifically talked about this. He specifically talked about this. Before the act of cheating used to be when you slept with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, before Jesus came, when you slept <clears throat> with somebody, then you were actually killed. If you were caught, they, they were legally supposed to kill you and stone you. And that's why in the Bible, when, when they caught the lady in, in the act of adultery, they tried to trap her and they was going to stone her. And Jesus was right there. They tried to trap Jesus and say, okay, what should we do with this lady? Uh-huh. So that, that, that law was set up. So if you committed adultery with actually sleeping with somebody, then that was the sin then. Right. Just from you sleeping with each other. But right. Jesus came Jesus came and said, now I'll bring you something different. Mm-hmm. It's not only when you sleep with somebody, but now when you even look upon somebody right, and you even think <clears throat> about it. You even think about it in your heart, then you're committing adultery. Mm -hmm. And so, to answer your question, God is like even if you if you're if you're watching pornography, 
That's adultery. That's adultery. Come on. When, when you are, you know, when you are having conversation, inappropriate conversations in a relationship outside of your marriage, that's adultery. Yeah, yeah. So cheating, cheating is anytime that you're being moved in you, by your heart to go against um, the vows of your spouse, that's adultery. Mm-hmm. You see that's what I'm saying? Right, that's right. It's not just sleeping with somebody. When you, whenever you think about it, that's adultery. That's adultery. And God says in the book of Matthew, well, Jesus said in the red, you know, that to look at another woman, you know what I'm saying? You're committing adultery already in your heart. That's it. Adultery begins in, in your, your heart. heart. Put that in the comments because we got to make it clear. Adultery begins in your heart. Jesus wants our hearts to be circumcised. I'm talking about really circumcised. Like it's an inside job. Yep. You see what I'm saying? You know good and well. People know good and well when they doing stuff they ain't supposed to be doing. If you in a marital relationship. All right. So let's see what other questions you guys have. Um, questions. Okay. Crystal, what's your question? Uh, uh-huh. What do you suggest? This is Danielle Southern. She says, what do you suggest when your mother-in-law wants her son to be her husband? Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem with a lot of like single moms and stuff like that who raised a son and stuff like that. Yeah, they want their son to be their husband. No, your husband has his own life. The yeah. Bible says for this cause shall a man leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. That word cleave means to stick to her like glue. You see what I'm saying? So you gotta have to you're gonna have to sit down with your husband and have a heart to heart because what we talk about when we're dealing with in-laws, yep. it's better for the 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 son. Like if I had issues with your mom, it's better for you to address your mom than for me to address right. his mom. Right. Because now I don't want to, that's still your mother. So yep. I have to respect her as your mother. Yep. So I would rather you sit your mom down in front of me mm-hmm. so that she knows that I'm first place. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marriage is first place. Definitely. Your wife, your husband is first place. Definitely. Before your parents. That, that's that, that's but real. You honor your mother and father. That doesn't say that you're not honoring your mother and father, but you're just setting priorities. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. So, all right. I got there. I see you. Um, this is this. I just want to answer this question. Um, it says, how, how do you deal with being married and being Christians? But having friends that are not Christians, that don't necessarily believe in marriage, but there's no judge between you guys. Now, um, I mean, the whole thing is, as believers, we have our standard. Our standard is the Bible. It's the word of God. So that's what we believe. That's what we based our life around. That's right, babe. But we don't, we don't even judge other people. If you don't believe in marriage. That's right. Then that's between you and God. Right, right. That's between you and God. That don't right. say that I'm gonna hate you and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be your friend. I'm not gonna talk to you, but you know I'm not going to. It, when, when you start violating my space mm-hmm. and disrespecting me and my beliefs, then definitely we we can't take no part with you no more. That's, that's what's up. You know because except two are 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 you know going together. in the same are together and going in the same direction. Right then you you can't move you know what i'm saying that relation can't relationship can't be wholesome mm. 
if you're not going in the same direction. So we, we you can have saved friend, um, unsaved friends. We got family that's not saved. But we still talk to them. Sure do. But we keep boundaries around our relationship. Yeah. There's certain things that we won't let you do in front of us. Uh, we, we won't let you, you know, um, we won't get involved in. Yeah, that we that, won't partake That of. we won't partake in, you mm-hmm. know. But we can, we chit-chat and we'll chill with you and things like that. If you believe in a different way, okay, well, that's your belief. That's right. That's what you believe. Right, right. We would much rather you believe in, in Jesus <laughs> and believe in the Bible and do yeah. things God's way. But we're not gonna we're not gonna place judgment before you. This is our life, and our responsibility is to make sure that we're living Jesus in front of everybody else. What I will add to that is that you know the Bible says uh, evil communication corrupts good manners. Yep. All right. The Bible says, can two walk together except, except they be in agreement? That's it. The Bible says, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. That's it. Okay? So those are just three scriptures right there that, that we just gave you this now. That's, that's That's the foundation for what God wants us to do. That's it. Not saying you don't love them. Not saying. Exactly. But we're talking about covenant relationships. Making covenants. When you're friends, like, because there's a saying that says, uh, you are who you hang around. Come on now. If you show me your three closest friends. Nine times out of ten, we I can probably project your future. You Come see on. what I'm saying? That's it. You don't want to be the biggest fish, you know, out there. You 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 want you want people around you that can add value. That's it. And be an asset that'll make you come up. You know, you you don't want just people around you that uh, are connected to just your past. That's it. You want people that can point you in your future yeah. that are relatable. You, you know what I'm saying? So we have married. We, um, we got married friends that be, our, that friends believes yeah. that believes and have the same core values that yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Because it it makes our relationship easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. So we we want to put it out there, man. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't believe in the Word of God, like you know what I'm saying, we want to we want to um, invite you into God. You know what I'm saying? Invite you into this yes, in the, into this kingdom, yes, man. Yes. Because our marriage is beautiful. Marriage is a beautiful thing, man. You know. Marriage, you go through you go through different seasons and tests, but it's to, it's to build you up. And once you get through those seasons with God, your marriage can be very beautiful, man. Ours ours is beautiful, man. To God be the glory. Come on, God now. has done a mighty work. I want all right. As long as you you need to go ahead and commit to um, me getting some tonight. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, Crystal, my husband messages women online, and he feels it's okay. We have kids. I don't know what to do. You need to get counseling. Because, see, one thing I'm finding out, people do a lot of things uh, when there's no accountability. You know what I'm saying? When you don't have a godly community around you to check up, yeah, how, how you doing with that? You know what I'm saying? How's the wife? How's the kids? How you doing with, with your business you say you're going to start? Like, we need people in our life for accountability. Yeah. People want to be in isolation because they don't want nobody to see their dirt. You see what I'm saying? And, right. and and what we're finding out, that's why a lot of husbands don't want to come to counseling. Yep. The wife want to be faithful. The wife want to do this. So they'll reach out to us all the time yep. seeking help for their marriage. But the husband don't want to come to counseling. Good stuff. You know yep. why the husband don't want to come to counseling? There just might be something in the closet that he don't want to expose. Ooh. Because, see, the word of God says 
They dwell in darkness because they don't want to come to the light because their deeds will be exposed. Oh, my gosh. Their deeds will be exposed. So some people want to dwell in darkness. Oh. So what I would suggest to you is, you know, suggest counseling and see where that goes. But we just think that it's wise, man, to involve godly counsel you got to, in man. your life. At least one to. godly married couple that you can call for accountability. My God. So, um... My teacher, how many questions are we going to take? Um, I think one more, and I then got, we got to go to prayer. I'm engaged to get married where, I guess you're saying, you say, I love with each other. I guess, are you saying you live with each other? Um, but we don't trust each other like we should after three and a half years. Oh so they say, she's engaged to get married, and I'm thinking that they live with each other. But they don't trust each other after three and a half years. So, girl, save yourself some trouble. Let me let me tell you something. <laughs> um, you know, it's that's a red flag. Okay, let me just say this: it's a red flag. Um, before you get married, thank God that these issues are arising before you get married, because once you get into that covenant, it's not so easy to back away. That's it. You you already made that connection and you're in that covenant now. Mm. And so you got to stick it through and fight it through. So if you don't trust each other, then you got to work this thing out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you what you got to decide or um, learn is whether or not God has placed you together. Is this a God relationship? Because if y'all having problems, y'all don't trust each other, y'all don't like each other, and y'all uh, y'all have not said I do yet, Look, deuces. I, I don't have to deal with this. You know, I, I really, I don't have to deal with this. I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I'm, I yeah. just, you know, but if God, if you believe that this is a God thing, if you believe that this is a God thing, okay, work it out. Get some counsel. Before you get married, you need premarital counsel. Man, let me tell you, y'all have no idea how many couples we are working with right now. They have been married for three weeks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they dated for three weeks and got married. And now finding out like crazy stuff about each other. They met each other online, dated for a couple of months, and then they got married. Or, you know, so what we're, what we're finding out is that you need time to get to know each other. Time. If y'all have already been dating for three years and you can't trust him, marriage ain't going to change it. Marriage will not change it. Whatever you're seeing today, yeah. I be- marriage will pull even more stuff out the closet. Come on through. Marriage will pull even more stuff because now you are in covenant. Like you have to deal with each other. And so yeah. it, marriage works on your character. It does. Because now you're going to you, you're gonna have a desire for that person to rise up to a certain standard. I'm going to need you to love me as Christ loves the church. I'm, I have a standard for that. You That's know what it. I'm saying? I have a standard for faithfulness. Come you on see now. what I'm saying? You, you, as my husband, have a standard for honor and respect. That's it. You have a standard for sex. That's a need for a man. I need plenty of it. <laughs> That's my standard. Plenty of sex. That's my standard. Okay? So, the, so these are some things that in a marital relationship is going to happen. But when you're, when you're just engaged or you're dating... Give it some time, man, to see really. And what honestly, you, we highly recommend mentorship, like premarital mentorship yep. or premarital uh, counseling, yep. because a third party can see the blind spots that you do not see. Yep. 
All right, guys, are you ready to pray, babe? Man, I think look, we, are we, we thank hour. y'all. We thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining us. But we yes. want y'all to please stay on. We're gonna pray real quick, please. And then, and then we got a, a quick announcement afterwards. But we're gonna pray real quick, and um, that's gonna be it, y'all. So y'all ready? It's prayer time. God, it's prayer we just time. bless you for this message today. Oh, my God. This has been a beautiful message. This was because, good. You know, our words are very important it's to important, God. It's important, babe. Keeping our word is very important to God yeah, because that's the very essence of who God is. Yep. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word is God. Yep. God cares about the words that comes out of our mouth. Yeah, so we man. just want to pray right now yeah. that we would be more of a keeper of yes. our word, that we would keep our commitment, that commitment. we would honor our word. That's yes. what we want to pray for right now, that the Holy Spirit would help us. Yeah. And then we want to also lead. If, it, if this message reached you, yes. let's first, let's go to God right now. Mm. Let's go to God right now. And then just let's repent. So Father... We bring our hearts to you. Mm. We found ourselves in this word, God. Yes, God. And we want to say sorry to you first. Mm. <clears throat> Forgive us for all the idle words that we've spoken yes, uh, to you. Yes. Uh, about this marriage. Yes. To my wife, to my husband, mm. to my, my, my children. Yes. Friends and family. Yes. God, forgive us for all the words, Lord God, that we spoke mm. and didn't mean it, didn't follow through with our actions. Jesus. We give that to you. Yes. And we ask you, Father God, to fill us with your love. Yes. Fill us with your forgiveness. Mm. Come into our hearts, Father God. Because from this day forward, we want to make sure that we honor every word that yes. we speak. Yes, so come into our hearts and show us and teach us how to live the way Jesus lived. Mm. You are a person of your word. Yes, yes. Help yes. us to be more like you, God. My that's what we bring to you, Father God. Mm, Father God, you created us in your image and in your likeness. Yes. So God, help us to become more like you, to resemble you with our character, Thank Lord you, God, to be more of a people of integrity, yes, Lord God. God. Lord God, we just receive your forgiveness because I'm sure out of the many, many people that's been on this live today, Lord God, that this message found somebody yes. at a place, Lord God, of conviction. So I just receive it right now, God, the, right the now. forgiveness of heaven right now. Lord God, we just thank you for cleansing our heart, Lord God. We thank you for renewing a right spirit on the inside of us, oh God. Yes. Help us to be more like Christ. You said take on the mind of Christ. Help us to have the mind of Christ, Lord yes. God. Help us to humble ourselves when we miss it, oh God. To be quick to go and ask for forgiveness. To be quick to uh, repent and change our mind and do better. And move forward, Lord God, as you told the woman that was found in, in uh, adultery. You told her to go and sin no more. That's it. You received her forgiveness and yes. you said go and sin no more. Yes, so that God. is what we want to say to every husband and wife right now. Go and make it right. Yes. Go and be a better husband. Go and be a better wife. Go and be a better parent to your children. Keep your word. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, right now for your love, Lord, that is moving all throughout the hearts of every husband and wife right now. I thank you that it's your peace that is arresting them yes. right now, God. I thank you that it's your joy that is filling their heart right now, God. I thank you for restoration. Yes. I thank you for reconciliation in marriages all over the world. I thank you, God, that as we get it right with you, we will begin to get it right in our homes. Yes. Because our first ministry is our home, God. Mm. So I thank you for what you're doing, God. 
I thank you for how you're touching marriages, how you're bringing healing to anyone that's hurting right now with a broken heart. You said in your word that you are near to the mm. brokenhearted. You mm. said, God, that you saved the crushed in spirit. So I thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming alongside of that broken husband right now, that broken wife right now. I thank you for being a comforter. Yes. I thank you for giving them the peace of God mm. that surpasses all understanding. Yes. Fix it right now, Jesus. Mm. Move mightily in their lives right now, God. Break every yoke in their life right now, God. Lift every burden, Yes, God. Lord. Do it, Lord God, for your name's sake, oh God. Do it for your glory, Lord. Yes, Turn Father that God. pain into purpose. Purpose right now. Turn the pain into purpose. Yes, oh Father God, God, you did it for us, God. And we're praying that you would do the same for marriages all over the world. Yes. Not by might or by power, but by your spirit. Yes, Father. It is in Jesus' name we pray today. All in agreement, say amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Look, yes. look, y'all. We thank y'all, but quick, real quick announcement, y'all. Real quick announcement. Um, we right now we have um, for those of y'all that have maybe having challenges in your marriage, we we have right now online. Go to our website. And book a session with us. Um, yes, yes, sessions yes. are filling up. We have just a few of them. And we also are rearranged our schedule. All right. But right now, book a session for mm -hmm. us. Go online. Get in where you fit in right now. But they, we're only talking about $50. We really, mm -hmm. we really, you know, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't about the money. But we really, really, really want to get knowledge and help to you guys. You see yes, what I'm saying? God. So that's why we make it available. Mm. We love doing what we're doing. We do not get paid for this every week. <laughs> you know, we don't get paid for this, mm -hmm. you know, but we believe that our payment is coming from God, yes, you know, yes, but yes. physically, yes. If you want to sow into us, sow into us. Yes, but right yes. now we are making ourselves available for you mm. online yes. and it's online face-to-face -face, um, communication. We do it through um, a Zoom meeting, yes, and we yes. actually talked to you face-to-face. -face. Mm. We had a lot of people, I mean, within the past few weeks that came in, marriage was a wreck, and we saw the power of the Holy, Holy Spirit turn a lot of their situations All around. All around, transformation. Transformation. Mm. One couple said we went to four other counselors, but look, it ain't nothing. It never turned out like this. Mm. I've never seen my husband like this. Yep, because it's his spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is not just Christina and Latroy. It's the spirit of God it's that spirit. you need. You know what I'm saying? You can go to counselors and stuff like that, and they can give you three steps to a, a successful marriage. That's it. But let me tell you something. It's the spirit of God that breaks yokes. That's it. And lifts burdens. That's it, y'all. And so we make ourselves available. Go to our website. It, it's, it's right there on the screen, marriedforreal.com. And um, book a session, man. And we will be happy to meet you. You know what I'm yes, saying? And yes. talk to you, you know, because we y'all like family, man, to yes. tell you the truth. I will say this. Our calendar is blocked off. I think we blocked off almost all of next yeah. week um, to not really accept any sessions. But if you absolutely need a session, you can go on our website and actually contact us through yeah. the website yep. and just tell us what time is available for you or yeah. what day is available for you. And we will personally go in the back end and try yeah. to open up those slots for you. Yeah. Okay. But right now, if you go on our website, you will see on the calendar that there's not many um, time frames available. Yeah. And that, we actually blocked it off. Yeah. We blocked it off because we, we have a business also, you know, so we have to do business and business. Thank God for business. All right. So that's why we block things off. So we, we also do married for real, but we also have a production company. So we have to do business. So whatever session is available, 
check us out, man, and we'll be happy to meet with y'all guys, right? Yes, so please share this video because we want to actually give away some free 90-minute sessions. If you guys can just share this share video, help us to get this word into the airwaves so that more husband and wives can be reconciled to God and to one another, okay? And also, check out our podcast, Yes, Married For Real. Y'all go to the podcast, and we're going to be doing some special things there real soon, all right? Yes, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go ahead and hit it up. Any, any podcast, any platform. So, if y'all take these messages and you apply it to your life, you too can say, through it all. We still win.